How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's Friday the 13th episode. Um, no, but seriously, it's a spooky day today where all this bad stuff is supposed to happen. And actually, in the uh, in the spirit of a day like Friday the 13th, which, by the way, I'm not a superstitious person whatsoever, I'll walk under any umbrella or any umbrella, any uh, lat, like any batch of ladders, um, break some mirrors, <laughs> spill some salt. Uh, what else? Uh, let a black cat cross the road in front of you. Uh, what's another bad superstitious thing that you're not supposed to do? I can't think of anything else, but. I'll do a million of those things. I have done a, a, a few of those, like all like stacked up against one another to see how bad uh, of luck I could have on that day. And of course, nothing happens. But on the same token, I don't believe in like uh, four leaf clover. Like here's my good luck charm and everything of that nature. <clears throat> I just think uh, people just can be lucky. People can be unlucky. And there's absolutely nothing you could do to control those things because you're not that very that powerful of an individual. So stop giving yourself that much credit. Um, but anyways, in the memory of a day like Friday the 13th, excuse me, um, let's talk about something that I cannot believe in the last week I've noticed. And it's, it's kind of scary in a sense that I don't know where this is going to go, essentially. Like, I knew it was going to be bad, but I just didn't know how bad it was going to be. But if you guess where I'm going with this, congratulations. <clears throat> to those that didn't guess, uh, we're going to talk about COVID-19 and the winter. And I'm not going to spend too much time talking about this today. Uh, it's pretty late. Uh, I've had a pretty exhausting day. But essentially... um. I cannot believe that I know six people personally, close friends of mine, six in the last week that have contracted COVID-19. And during the summer and during like the big influx of like when this pandemic was going on, I did not notice that many people. I mean, maybe like two or three people that got COVID, but um, six people in a week that I personally know, that's just scary because that lets me know that a lot of and I know these people and I know how they're how they're living their life they're living it as if nothing's out there they're just going about their day like normal partying going to clubs going to bars and what's scary is that a lot of people are doing that now and I'm I completely understand if like you are required to to go out in public for work or for necessities like if you need to, and uh, there's a difference between a need and a want. And if you need, then it makes sense. You you have to kind of navigate this as best you can, maintain some distance, and wear a mask. But ultimately, it's a numbers game. Eventually, you're probably going to catch it. And it's scary to think about that. But to these people, these people that are just going out there, just choosing to live their life the way that they are without any just carefree and and not taking the necessary precautions which I know they're not to those people I don't I don't even know what to say to them and and I'm in a difficult position where like these are like close friends of mine like not like super super close friends but they're like friends like I've known them for a long time 
And like when I hear that they caught COVID and, but I know the kind of lifestyle that they have, I don't know what to say to them because truthfully, what I want to say to them, and if any of them are listening to this podcast, I would want to tell you like, you're an idiot, you're an idiot and you deserve every second of whatever suffering you're going through at the moment. But it's not about them that I'm worried about. It's about the people that they can come into contact with because all of the friends that I know so far have recovered from it or are in the process of recovering. They haven't had any kind of like bad cases with COVID. But I don't know the type of people that those people are surrounding themselves with. I can't, I'm not their contact, contact tracing every single individual that they're around. And I know some of the people that they do socialize with are, are not in the best health. And so... I just think it's like so wrong. This is like the worst thing to to be careless about. They're like, and I mean, I was there. I know what that's like to like not not give two cents about like you know your your personal um, your self perseverance and making sure that you're not gonna like die from catching something. I, I I've been on that bandwagon for a long time where like. Life's too short. You should do whatever you can to enjoy as much of your life as possible and and have as much fun as you want to have. But the thing is, is that your fun with this can directly influence other people's lives and really cause them a lot of harm. And you might not realize it until it's too late, until they've caught it. And you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to live with that. But some people just are able to live with those things because they'll tell themselves like, oh, it wasn't me that gave it to them. It was probably someone else. Oh, they were probably going to catch it eventually. Just don't beat yourself up about it. But no, seriously, you should. You should beat yourself up about it because if you're going out there and doing whatever you want, that's one thing. Like uh, no one can fault you for it. People can envy it, could be jealous about it, whatever, whatever. But as long as you're not hurting anyone or influencing other people in a negative way, who gives two cents whatever someone thinks about uh, when it comes to like you pursuing things that make you happy. But at the end, if this choice that you make or these choices that you're making can impact other people in a negative way, your, your approach to this is completely wrong. And I'm just, I don't know. It's, I'm glad that I've been doing everything I need to do to kind of, and some people have told me like I'm paranoid. Some people tell me like, "Hey, like when do, when do you think you're gonna ever go out and go back to your life that you that you had before? Or like, how long do you think you can do whatever you're doing right now to to stay safe?" And my response is, I don't know. Like, ultimately, I feel like I'm mentally prepared for this pandemic to go on until 2022, and I feel like I can continue doing the lifestyle that I've been doing right now. You know, I can remain fit. I have all my loved ones with me and I can have plenty of fun in this big house that I'm in. And luckily I can find enjoyment in things in this personal space that I have, which is great. And so I'm not in a position where I really have to stress out about things outside of like not being able to see certain people and socialize. But I wasn't already doing that anyways once I had my daughter. Like I kind of gave up on all of those things because I told myself like my daughter was the most important thing ever. But I did say that as she got older, I would be more welcome to allowing certain people that I know that are are good influences around my daughter to come by and we could socialize with them as long as they were open to it as well. Because I know it could be foreign for some people that don't, especially if they don't have kids to kind of 
get involved with someone, a new, uh, a friend of yours, an existing friend that just became a new parent and you, you're trying to like navigate that and be courteous. And so I, I never want to put that pressure on a lot of my friends. I understand how weird that can be, but like this pandemic now stops all that and I'm okay with that. I, I if these these people, they're, if they're that close of friends, they're, we're staying in touch. We'll, we'll eventually see each other face to face one day. And I know it bothers some some uh, some friends of mine that we just can't hang out and do things like we used to be able to do back in the day. But this is different times, and and I'm trying to be courteous to not just myself, but and not to just my family, but other people that I could potentially come into contact with and. And I don't socialize that much and I barely go out unless I really, really need to for work purposes. But I mean, I've left my house for work maybe four or five times and I don't know. I just, I, it just bothers me so much that I, I see these other people just going out there and, and just at the end, like it's easy for me to write off them to, to write them off and be like, Look, ultimately, you're a moron. Like, you deserve to have whatever symptoms you're having. And and again, this is for people that are not going out because they need to go out. Like, again, for necessities, for doctor's visits, um, for care or for work. If you, if you really need to come by for wealth at the moment, it's pretty difficult to, you know, sustain yourself because there's not that much work out there. And if you don't have the ability to work from home... I completely understand. Like it's a difficult time to navigate right now. But if that's not your position, which I know for these six people, it's not. They just chose to just go out and party and socialize with a ton of people all the time. They're stupid. But then I can't tell them that because ultimately I'm afraid now for the people that they socialize with and those people who might not inadvertently be in a position where they feel like they're doing anything wrong in a sense that they're probably going about their day doing their necessities and are trying to be as precautious as possible. But now because you got infected and somehow they allow you to be a part of their social circle, now you infect them. When they tried to take every necessary precaution up to a certain point, now they're going to get infected as well. I mean, our governor is uh, Elon Musk supposedly is, is contracted it. Of course, we had like our president a lot and no one's safe. Honestly, all of these people, all of these leaders, they're contracting the disease. And so um, uh, like my stepfather's in that category. My mom is trying to do her best to um, not socialize and not be around people. But my stepfather is not doing the, pro- the proper steps to keep himself safe and to keep those people around him safe as well. And I don't think that's right. Personally, I don't think, um, I think it, it it's dangerous for himself because he's in a, in a age bracket, which is very risky for him. He has certain life. Um, he has certain things that he does that puts him at a higher risk of category for catching the disease or not catching it, but to, um, higher risk of like having the disease and what it can do to him. And he's uh, being part of that same category of people that I know that personally have contracted it. And they, my family lives in a small retirement town and, and not many people go out there, but 
that's not true either because it's a very popular, like not many people live there, but a lot of people go there for tourism because it's a very popular beach in Florida. And I mean, it just takes one person really to infect you. And then at that point, what do you do? And then my mom, who's doing her best to try to stay as safe as possible, she's put in a uh, position where ultimately she could be uh, catching the disease when she's not really trying to catch it. And so it hits home and that's like my personal family. And I know a lot of other people are going through the same situation where their significant others are, are putting themselves at risk and the other loved one is not wanting to, to risk catching this disease and there's nothing they can do about it. You can't control someone and you don't want to be in an in a, a arguments with people, especially during a difficult time period. So it's like really hard to navigate that, especially when someone's so stubborn. But I don't know. To me, it's very selfish, though. Like if that's the type of person that you are and and you can't stop doing things that aren't really a necessity only because you want to keep doing them and not take into account how that can impact the people closest to you, that's really being selfish. And trust me, I've been in that position. I know what that's like. I, I have been a selfish person for I mean, shoot, when I first moved to Las Vegas, I was very selfish. Like the all the partying I did and everything of that nature, it really um, put a, a hinder between me and my wife. And uh, clearly, I wasn't putting a lot of focus into her. I was putting a lot more focus in my own personal enjoyment and making wealth. And those were honestly some of the worst years of my life, to be honest. And now some of my best moments are those moments where I share all the all the time I can with her and share all this bonding and developing with with our daughter and yeah I had some good memories back then but they're always tarnished with this like idea that I was such a selfish person reflecting on them now like <clears throat> there are a lot of funny stories and I would love to tell and share a lot of them but at the same time I always feel dirty when I when I think about those times because I feel like I was a different person. I was I was a, 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 a very selfish person. And, you know, I would never want to do that again. I realize now, like, how bad it is. And, I mean, I knew it then, and it, it took me a while to, to finally learn that it was really tarnishing everything about it – was, it was tarnishing my personal health and then the health of everyone around me that cared about me. And so – um, I'm glad I left that space and I left that industry. And it sucks because like my family works in the hospitality industry. That's like their profession. My brother in New Zealand works in that industry. My stepfather owns multiple bars in my hometown. And so that's kind of lifestyle that they're in as well. And it's it's really not conducive during a time period like this. But you know, I mean you can only you can only talk to them so much, but they're very stubborn individuals, but I, I hope they listen to this podcast and, and understand my standpoint on it because I don't think that it's right that they're doing those things and they don't need to. They don't, they don't, I mean, my, my brother, could, it's difficult for him in a different country to try to find work, especially when he needs work sponsorship to be living in that country. So I can give him kind of a pass on that. And New Zealand is actually one of the safest countries when it comes to COVID. So I can say that it's fine for him to be in that industry. But with my stepfather, he has no excuse to be out and about. Like he, it's his own businesses and he's got a ton of management that can manage those properties. 
it's really on him to kind of enjoy retirement and just just enjoy life and not really be around and risking himself for catching this disease or potentially risking other people's lives as well. But I mean, who knows? It's, it's a, it's just an interesting time for sure. A lot of, and I, I understand it's like, it's difficult to just be locked up indoors all the time. It's, it's easy for me because I, I was introverted for such a long time and I have, ways to keep myself busy. But for others, I know it can be definitely difficult, especially if you've never had that kind of lifestyle. But I mean, if you're not offended by, by things like, Oh, it's, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Like if you're, if that offends you, then don't let it offend you and try to learn to navigate a life where you're living indoors now. And that's not just talking about my personal family, but anyone it's like, if you don't like that saying, then learn the skill sets to be able to stay indoors. And there's plenty of things. We live in a time period now where there's so much enjoyment you can get from living in your own home. Honestly, there's so much, especially like if you have like pools, like I don't even have a pool. I wish I had a pool, but um, like I know people that have like really nice houses, like really nice pools, like invite just like people that you can trust and have like a small social circle of people that you know that aren't going to be going about and mingling with other people and then create a pact. And that would be awesome. That's what I would be doing right now. It's like having that kind of relationship. I know my best friends would have been totally down for that. Like if, um, if I wasn't a parent, I, that's what I would have done. I would have been like, Hey, like my closest friends, let's all agree to, you know, only socialize with each other and really minimize our time going out and about. And let's just have fun just hanging out with each other. I don't see why that's so difficult for a lot of people to do those things, but who knows? I don't know. It's, it's very difficult for me to understand like the, these challenges for some people, but I just hope for the best for those that are actually trying to do their best, but happen to just allow people in their lives that are not respecting themselves or respecting the people around them. And to those, I would tell you like, hey, try to minimize as much time as possible with those people because clearly if they don't care about themselves, they're not going to care about you. And uh, it's the truth. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast and I will catch you guys mañana. Peace.